0: In the face of the current atrocities perpetrated against the Ukrainian people by the government of Russia, we want to make you all aware of an opportunity to provide free therapy to those most impacted by the war in Ukraine. The organization called It's Complicated has created a platform for therapists from all around the world to offer their services for free. Particularly if you speak Ukrainian or Russian, please consider creating a profile at It's Complicated life slash en slash It's complicated is providing a secure online platform to conduct the sessions and will match people needing support with available therapists free of charge. Please consider creating a profile to provide free therapy to those impacted by the war. Go to itscomplicated.life/en/ukraine. We want to give you an update about somatic integration and processing trainings coming up. SIP 1 and SIP 2 are both approved for 21 NBCC hours. And we have big news. They are also each approved for 10 hours of approved advanced credit through MDRIA. So if you're working on your EMDR certification, SIP trainings can count towards your needed advanced training hours. We're so excited to be able to offer this to all of you. More exciting news is that we're offering SIP 1 for an Australian time zone. On July 22nd through the 24th, we will host a virtual training starting at 7 a.m. UTC plus 10. If you're in another time zone, you're welcome to attend this one as well. But we've had so many people from Australia reach out about SIP that we wanted to make it more accessible for all of you. We also have SIP-1 available in American time zones on June 23rd through the 25th and again on October 20th through the 22nd. Go to our website for all this info and more at beyondhealingcenter.com or email us at trainings at beyondhealingcenter.com. Thanks so much.
1: Welcome to Notice That, an EMDR podcast. Here, you will find discussion on all things EMDR from emdr approved trainers and consultants, as well as some co-hosts. EMDR is an approach to the entire therapeutic journey, not just reprocessing trauma. This podcast will feature discussion on the therapeutic relationship, understanding and using the original eight-phase protocol, and what to do to bring deeper understanding to the why behind EMDR and what to do when you're stuck. This podcast is an invitation to connect and learn together about EMDR and the process of psychotherapy. We are glad that you're here. Hey guys, welcome back to Notice That, an EMDR podcast. We are in the studio today in a Bit of a different way than we've ever been before. That's true. We've got lights. We've got cameras. We've got extra people. Yep. Yeah. Um, we were just sitting here before starting, kind of reflecting on how different this is from mm-hmm. the first couple of years <laughs> of recording. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we've been easing into it, but today feels a little bit different for some reason. It's
2: quite a bit different.
1: Yeah. I
0: think it has something
1: to do with the large boom light over my head yeah (laughs) it could be that or it
2: could be not one but two cameras
0: that
1: could be yeah and a videographer right filmographer filmographer Mm hi hi tyler tyler (laughs) Wasson. he's here jamie you guys have been hearing us talk about her we have a producer in here she's running all the audio hi jamie so it's just like a whole thing and that just is exciting but also feels so bizarre Mm mm-hmm And I, you know, as we set up today's episode, this is really kind of an introduction into the season um, and just exploring what this is going to look like and what changes we've been experiencing and what the podcast, uh, what our vision is for 2022. So in doing so, I thought it might be neat to kind of walk through our story of Notice That. How, and how that here. came to be, and I don't know if we've ever really talked about that much on the podcast. I think I don't know if I've yeah. actually ever heard this oh, story oh, okay. really? from okay. start to finish.
2: So I'm very excited. <laughs> All right.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, you're going to have a part in it. I don't know if you know that, but like, what you do have a part. <laughs> oh. That would be. You came in. Yeah, you came oh, in eventually. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so I'll begin. Are we ready? <laughs> yeah. A long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely need to do this. <laughs> okay. A long, long time ago, before the idea of Beyond Healing was even an idea, even the glimmer of an idea, both Jen and I were doing our thing in private practice. Yeah. And I had a practice that was with a group of therapists called Beyond Studio. That was the origination. Um, I almost named... (laughs) can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. Do it.
2: No place like a podcast. Yep.
0: No place like just being real public. I almost named it uh, Hinterlands because that's me.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: I was talked out of it though for really obvious reasons although there's still a unanimously
2: me, or was there like very a,
0: unanimous okay i was really the only one that voted yes but i i like to imagine bridger that if you had been there you would have entertained it for a I while had, i'd have gone on board yeah i know caleb as well
2: absolutely imagine
1: <laughs> hinterlands healing center hinterlands institute i'm all the things. there's
2: you, 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 you need the potential there <laughs> triple alliteration with healing uh hinterland healing house
0: oh oh <laughs> hell i'm so excited so that's coming in 2022, Hinterlands no, that's Healing not. House. Not, that's not No, I'm just kidding. That's not real. Not the point. <laughs> just a dream. So back to long, long time ago when I didn't name the thing Hinterlands because it was a terrible idea um, at that time. So we had a small practice and one of the other therapists and I got this wild idea that maybe we wanted to start a podcast and at that point... It was literally me recording her and I sitting at a table on my cell phone, <laughs> and we would interview people and just talk about whatever we wanted to talk about, and my only express purpose for doing the podcast was I wanted to talk to other human beings that like to think about the same things that I like to think about, and there was no intention behind it ever becoming anything, and we called it Reconceive Podcast podcast. I think it might be out there somewhere still. Yeah, I think um, it's fine like that's That's really real. Yeah. And I'm terrified to know what I said back then because I was a completely different version of myself. That was um, in your year of yes. Do you remember the <laughs> year, year of yes? A year of yes? I've never yeah, so heard that's, this story. That's part of the story. Mm-hmm. So um, at that point in my life, I was a very different human than I currently am. And I decided, this was the year after I had had my daughter. And as you guys all know, that experience was transformative to say the least. And I decided that I was going to practice a year of yes, which meant that whatever opportunity came my way, whatever invitation I received, I would say yes to it. Okay. <laughs> I really recommend... change much, I know. No, like. no, because now now I understand the brilliance of the universe and bringing opportunities and just saying yes. That... That doesn't mean saying yes to things that people ask you to do when it's just work that they want you to do. Mm. But I was clear in the intention of new opportunities, particularly around things that I'd never tried before. At this point, I've tried a lot. Um, (laughs) Because when you spend a year just saying yes to all opportunities, Um, I went to a lot of interesting trainings. I had a lot of very interesting experiences, talked to interesting people <laughs> um and the result of that is that i found myself in a car with jen my toyota prius driving to atlanta georgia
1: and that was never really supposed to happen that, way. that was never we supposed had, to happen like, that way Four or five therapists yep. we were all gonna go to that's this right andrea conference that's right and at like the last
0: minute everybody bailed everyone backed out yep. on us yeah mm-hmm. and at that point in my life, I was much more introverted and reserved, which I know might be hard to imagine, but it was real. And so I was totally going to back out. But here we find ourselves in the year of yes. So Gotta go. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't back out. And we're in the car for 10 hours. I remember thinking like, okay, what
1: are some topic ideas? <laughs> what are we going to talk too. about for 10 hours? <laughs> we plan.
0: like the same music. I know. Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> right. What, we literally... <laughs> Barely, barely knew each, each other. other. We we had a yep. common friend. Yeah, one common friend. And th- we talked about that friend quite a bit because yeah. <laughs> that was one point of connection. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we were both therapists and the fact that we both did EMDR and happened to be going to an EMDR conference.
2: Were you both were you at all like doing trainings at this point? No.
0: no. Oh no, this wasn't even like the beginnings okay. of an idea. Okay. This was yeah.
2: This so was... you were just trained in EMDR? We
1: I think we were working towards like we were doing some separately consultation work like yeah. separately and that's an interesting like working towards
2: thing. certification we already certified we, we were both
0: certified. already certified okay and separately both of us happened to reach out to the same trainer Lisa oh, yeah, Sager yeah. in yeah. St. Louis yeah we are training that's center. right and I have a very clear memory of being on that phone call and her saying to me do you know Jen Savage I'm like yeah She's like, oh, well, she reached out to me the other day asking the exact same question that you're asking me. And it was like a random Google search. It was a random Google search. Me too. Me Hmm. too. So like I said, year of yes, year of alignment, year of weird serendipity. I was just going to say serendipity. So we find ourselves in my Toyota Prius with 10 hours to kill. And then the universe conspired again to create a tremendous bonding experience (laughs) because I got deathly ill. Oh, like not even, you know, like, oh, darn, I have to go back to the hotel. I was sitting in the front row of a conference session with one of my personal heroes, (laughs) Dr. Irene Siegel, and having like a moment of true hero worship as I'm listening to her speak about uh, being in the energetic field of your clients as you're doing EMDR. You can imagine how excited I was about that. And suddenly a parasite that I had ingested from the night before visited itself upon me in a very extreme way. And I left that session on my hands and knees, crawling from the front row, Like
1: literally. Literally.
2: Are you in this session? No, no, No.
0: I'm in
1: a different one. And I get get a text message that says,
0: help. I'm so sick. I can't get out so here's what happened here's the context so i have two options (laughs) in the moment when i i felt like my guts were being ripped outside of my body so i get on my hands and knees and so now the people next to me are clearly wondering what what is happening are you okay well and they didn't do anything which is fascinating and a whole nother conversation but i had two options left or right If I went right, I would have to literally crawl down the middle aisle in front of about 150 people. That didn't seem appealing to me. (laughs) So I went left and there was a door to the left. So I get to the door that's in this little like cut out alcoves and I'm like hidden. I'm like, oh, thank God. Right. The door's locked. (laughs) Oh no. So now I'm faced with, I'm going to have to crawl back in front of Dr. Irene Siegel. She's talking, (laughs) and crawl Back. back down the middle aisle. Like... That can't happen. I would rather die right here than face that reality. So as my last Hail Mary, I send Jen a text who's in a different session far away in the convention center, oh, like far huge. away. It was. And I had no idea where she was. <laughs> I so I'm like, I'm coming. <laughs> where are you? How okay. I get yeah. So like my text looking back was like super dramatic, which when I'm ill, I get really dramatic. That's, that's true. You were really ill. I, I was very ill. No, tra- it was like a wheelchair situation actually. Oh, wow. So I get wheeled out, <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't think they, so. I don't know how I left the building yeah. proper. I was in a dissociative fugue trying to not vomit. And so I get to the car and I spend the next like six hours. So your decision at that point was like, I'm like, let's get you home. Like, let's go back to the No, like, oh, no, no, absolutely no, no. not.
1: I think I just need to lean back and take a rest. Yeah. You go back to your session. I'm like, Melissa,
0: let's go. Yeah, why are <laughs> no, we staying? No, I'm fine. Buying... I was at an Imdria conference. I didn't want to leave. I'm imagining that I'm going to get to come back after I go like take yeah. a take a nap. She's like, I think it'll pass. <laughs> I just need
1: to go. I come back to the car and it is not there. <laughs> Was
0: like, so here's the, the backstory. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the backstory. When you're very ill and you're doing what happens when a parasite is happening in your body and you're in a parking garage and you have to open the door and throw up, then you're sitting there thinking, well, I can't stay here. So I have to move the car so I'm not parked I at the scene me. of the crime. So I had to do this and move the car about four times. And every time, <laughs> I'm thinking jen's never gonna find me do I go i do i go back to the original spot i don't know so i don't know exactly where i ended up but i i managed to park near an elevator and describe where i was and so yeah. many hours later she finds me and manages to drive home and so i spend the next two days in the hotel room like really ill oh. and i after several weeks of <laughs> dealing with the aftermath of that I discover that we really did eat somewhere, and I got a terrible parasite and oh, <laughs> struggled with yeah. it for months, and I'm fine now, everyone. But I like to think that that was one of the strange experiences that bonded us. So by the time...
2: <laughs> Nothing like a parasite.
0: <laughs> Nothing right. like being deathly ill yeah. with somebody that you don't know yeah. to just sort of get over all of the initial weirdness of high nice to meet you. We're friends It's now. like we're, we're <laughs> friends. We <too>. have to <laughs> be. You rescued me from a near-death experience. <laughs> and uh yeah so that was the genesis of all of it but it was actually the ride home
1: no it, it the first start of it was the ride there because okay, we didn't turn okay. the radio on once like I remember we were like talking nonstop, mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh no two light. hours later we're there yeah like we, we never are. turned the radio on mm-hmm. and the idea came there and then the whole way home
0: I then was we like, that's right because I drove and you took notes yep mm-hmm. yes I do remember that which
2: that scenario plays itself out still to this oh, day. Oh, so absolutely! Jen I gets talk, in a and Jen Jen takes notes, and <laughs> like, just like yeah. and makes it, right it right happen. Right
0: That's right. true. Yep. Yeah, it's not just the comes note out thinking. with this yeah. whole
2: vision of just uh-huh. like we're going to uh-huh. do this, and then this, I and then know. this, and then this. Just exactly.
0: Yeah. How so I think we've told this little snippet of the story because this is the bit that like stands out to me and forever will, as far as like the moment that the whole thing was born, um, and the moment that I knew like, hmm, we we could work together. So I say to Jen, you know, we should do a podcast. And she said, I think that's a great idea. I said, just so you know, I don't say I'm going to do something and then not do it. She said, oh, good. Me either. (laughs) And it was about like that. It was a very, Mm -hmm. like, measured moment of sizing each other up, I think. At least that was my experience Mm -hmm. of it. And realizing, like. I think that you're as much of a workaholic as I am. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest really is history. Yep, we had uh-huh. it planned after that. Yeah. And we didn't stop. It took us, I think, three months to get the first few episodes going. And yep. we launched it. And really, I think for the first year and a half, did it just purely for the love of it, investing our own money.
2: <laughs> Two notice that nerd questions that I've pretty much always had.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And never asked.
2: And never asked. It's my asked. time. Richard. One. Were there alternate names that you were contemplating?
0: Besides notice that? Yeah. Never. Nope.
2: That was the name that just came out?
0: No. Yeah, I think, I think I, it so came obvious. out of my mouth. I said, what do you think about this? And she said, yep. And I mean, then I, that
2: is a deep cut EMDR like reference. Oh, I just yeah. love that.
0: Oh, but well, I think it wasn't as much of a deep cut back then. Because, really? I mean, this has been some years. Like, Notice That was, like, standard. And I think what, that they you mean, deep
2: cut? Well, yeah, just, like, that's, like, iconic to right. the mm-hmm. EMDR community. But yeah. it's not... People that don't know EMDR don't understand why what Notice that is. that is, like, a part of it.
0: Yeah. I I think we thought we were being punny.
2: I mean, it's it's a brilliant name, I think.
0: Yeah. And, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I think that there might have been a little bit of riffing on, like... EMDR inside joke humor and how yeah. we should yeah, all make sure. T-shirts at the conference and things like that because yeah um, you know that's what you do because like you
2: don't know what notice that means if you're not an EMDR that's therapist the point.
0: that's exactly right. the point. and
2: that's that's brilliant so mm-hmm. the second question mm-hmm. what did those first recordings actually look like and how did you start the process of like okay we're gonna do this thing yeah. how do we record a podcast like you already had experience with the phone I
0: did. I did. And I think I, my recollection of it is I came in with no plan and Jen had a very clear plan. Yes. And I realized, oh, this is how this is going to go. I'm going to show up and wing it and she's going to have all the notes. And that exactly is never, but it works. So don't fix it if it's working well, if it ain't broke. Yeah, exactly. It did. Yeah. That, that's exactly how it went. Cause
2: you have never done any podcast before. No. Mm-mm. So no. when you said like, when she said that you came with your notes, like are you? Do you have a season in mind already? Like No, yeah,
1: well, I, had, I had had listened to podcasts. Yeah. and knew. I mean, with the, the standards, we need like the an general intro, structure, outro. What kind of things do we want to do? What would yeah. be like highlight pieces? Yeah, and so, see, I love hmm. this
2: story because to me, this is how a podcast gets started. Like yeah. some people think that you have to have the studio that we're in right now no. before you can start a podcast, mm-hmm. and it literally starts on like a okay. voice recorder.
1: Yes, yeah. We got lucky though because my yeah. sister owns revel advertising i feel and like revel is an integral part of this is. story yeah. so Huge, yeah and so she had a like a little mini podcast studio yeah like you know mics chairs it felt mm-hmm. crazy fancy at the time looking back it, it oh, we kind took of the pictures basics. we
0: do have we should post some of those early early pictures yeah. you're wearing leopard print and i have short hair and glasses and Red frame glasses. Red frame glasses. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we thought we were real cool. And our
1: photo shoot was in like their art in their waiting room. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> My cousin came to it's take pictures. Were they pictures. still
2: in the same nope. office? Where talk. were they at? Yeah.
1: It was a different building downtown. Okay. Yeah. Still downtown though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they had that little room and she was like, Yeah, you guys can use it. And I'm like, Well, could we like pay rent or something? And she's like, No, just mm-hmm. come in whenever you want. So we would come in and do like two or three episodes. So you On moved a up Saturday. from a phone.
2: To Mm -hmm. a pretty like, yeah,
1: we never did notice that on a phone. No,
0: we I I eventually got like a little zoom recorder thing, yeah, yeah. I remember it. Um, yeah, yeah, and those things are are handy. I know they are, they're useful. Oh, so some other fun tidbits. Um, the uh, original notice that logo of the iris. That was done on my iPad with my uh, very fancy brand new Apple Pencil, which I was feeling real cool about. Nice. Um, so, design that on the fly on the iPad, and then the other tidbit is the original intro and outro is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Another
2: <laughs> like, notice uh-huh. nerd, yeah, like, notice that nerd. Yeah, notice like, that nerd trivia. That's
0: Melissa's daddy. That's right. Um, that did that for us, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. we felt real cool about it because it felt so official. Yeah, so official. Yeah.
2: The music. Free yeah. download MP3. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
0: And there
1: were no ads back then
0: because we had, we had nothing, nothing to advertise. To advertise. <laughs> right? Also, we weren't real clear if anybody was listening to us. Yeah, because well, we weren't doing were. trainings
2: yet, right? No, no, no trainings. We weren't right. doing anything.
0: No. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and really, we had just a few friends listening, mm-hmm. like colleagues and, your mom. and friends. Your yeah, mom oh, my was mom was a huge should... fan, probably the biggest for a while. Though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I supporter. also
0: remember screenshotting on my phone and sending the picture to Jen with lots of emojis of when we hit a hundred downloads. Yeah. Oh, oh my day. God. That was a very big deal. And then a hundred when people. We hit,
1: was it? A, was when it we hit a thousand, that
0: was, was another, that another moment of like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. I don't even know what we're up to now. <laughs> I Me mean neither. For really? context, I used to check like every day. I haven't checked in months. I yeah. yeah. We were. It's, we're it's hundreds it? of thousands now. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. 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 It it was uh, startling when it started to actually be a thing. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure that we really knew what to make of it. It's like, why are people listening to us <laughs> talk? We're having fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that's what makes a great podcast, though, yeah. is when like the people that are doing it are talking about something that's relevant and they are clearly passionate about mm-hmm. it with each right. other. Mm-hmm. Like that's the makings of a great I podcast.
1: Think we realized when we could sit in a car for 20 hours without radio, we had a lot to say. Right. And EMDR, it started out really just kind of all of our (laughs) soapboxes. Like the first season, if you go back, are just our soapboxes. Yes. Of saying like, oh, hey, by the way, this is an issue and -hmm. let's address that and talk Mm -hmm. about that. And trying to figure out how do we support clinicians in bringing EMDR into their practice effectively and feeling like not so alone in it. Yeah. And then kind of challenging all of those constructs from a basic training that said, like, that doesn't actually feel that helpful when you get into practice on it. Yeah. And I feel like that is the piece that keeps people coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That really is like the sense of community of other people like me and challenging those feelings that we're not presenting this mystical thing that says it's just magic every time. Right. Silver that, bullet, you just right. use it. Mm-hmm. That really get into the the why behind things, yeah. and that is mm-hmm. the draw. It seems to be.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you for answering those questions.
1: Thanks for asking. Yeah, Bridger, let's let's transition into kind of when you showed up on the scene that happened and all of it when you came along. Yeah. Uh, so I would love. I mean, I have my experience of that, mm. but I would love to hear your story. And I can kind of add my piece. pieces. I don't
0: even know, like, when did you first listen and notice that?
2: To be honest, I had not listened to it before I was on it.
0: Yeah, you, because Because I just scheduled an interview with you. Yeah, you you
2: just told me, hey, by the way, I do this podcast, and we'd love to have you on to talk about polyvagal theory. Yeah. Um,
0: What was your reaction to that?
2: Sounds awesome. Just cool. Let's do it.
0: Well, at that point, you and I were sort of taking any opportunity we could find to go talk about PVT. We that's true. In a lot of different spaces. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to me, it just kind of fit in with the way like <laughs> things were happening at that mm-hmm. point. I don't know. Um, and, and I knew that I was, I was really hoping to be able to work with Beyond um, as a clinician myself. And mm-hmm. I knew that there was like-minded individuals there who might be open to some of the ways that I've been thinking up to that point. Mm-hmm. And when I got the invitation to talk about polyvagal theory... Um, I, that was me kind of feeling like, I think there's going to be a future somewhere in this. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was like, what that would be, but I had just at that point, uh, confirmed that I was not moving away Mm -hmm. for a doctoral program, that I was going to stay here and I needed a place to work. (laughs) And Melissa was like, oh, well you should totally let just stay and we should just figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to Jen and Ryan <laughs> and we'll get it all sorted out. Uh-huh. Um,
0: Which, by the way, I don't know that I've ever publicly said thank you to both of you for trusting me <laughs> so implicitly because, number one, you trusted me when I said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a job when I didn't have a job to give you. Right. That wasn't real. I made that up. Yep. Um, and then for them, <laughs> when I went and said... We should hire this person full-time that you don't know and somehow find a job to give him. Yeah. So thank you to both of you for taking that yeah. elaborate risk with me. So
2: yeah, Jen, when I showed up to that podcast on Zoom, um, this was during COVID.
1: Yeah. We were and under tight lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: we were. Yeah. And so we were on Zoom. Um, when I got into that room, I think that was the first time I met you.
1: I had met you at the training, the EMDR training. Like I'd yeah. seen you. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we'd yeah. formally met, but. No, I don't
2: mm-hmm. think we did. But yeah, so you knew my face. I knew your face and I knew who you were just through Melissa. But yeah, I was just there to talk about PVT. Yeah. And EMDR had been trained um, a year before that. Mm-hmm. And so.
1: You had, was did you attend the first training that we were, I know we mm-hmm. were training to become
0: trainers and I think it was our first one. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was our first at. one in Springfield. I think we had done, well, yeah, it was our first one to present at because that was the one where I tripped I over remember. myself and like yanked the computer off the thing. And then there was <laughs> the one day where I forgot to wear a bra to the training. It was at training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, remember that was real.
2: <laughs> picking up on like the, you guys were being shadowed yeah. on how to do it. Um, there were so many quirks from that training that I was like, "That's interesting."
0: I pulled <laughs>
1: dynamic there. I What's
2: happening? <laughs> and looking over at Lisa, <laughs> I was like, "This is interesting. Uh-huh. This is like a whole like dinner and a show <laughs> underneath the yeah, there, training there was, content." Yeah, which was, I asked uh, about neurobiology, and
0: you asked about attachment. I did yeah, ask about attachment and neurobiology. neurobiology. I remember that, and I remember um, thinking right in that moment, "You little shit, you're totally <laughs> testing her right now." <laughs>
1: Is that what you were doing?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, hands down. Don't deny it. <laughs> Puffing up your feathers. Because well, I knew you were asking a question that you already knew the answer to. <laughs> like if she, if she had said, "You can stand up for twenty minutes now and give a, a mini lecture on that well, question see, that you hold just on, asked."
2: Hold on, I have to. We have to <laughs> dispel some <laughs> some illusions to arrogance in this. Oh, moment. okay, okay. Um, because to me, honestly, this is how I feel about this. So um. I've gone so many years being the only one that thinks about some of these things Mm -hmm. like people just are not interested it seems in my educational history and so there are like these like covert ways of like are you the same as me yeah because if you know to talk about this person right now this author we're on the same wavelength Mm -hmm. and so i have things like that all the time i learned that like early on in like late high school Mm -hmm. to talk that Mm -hmm. way Like, if you knew about this obscure reference, we're going to be good friends. Right, Mm. right. And so when I ask about that, it's not like a, I need to know if you know this, because if you don't, I'm not going to listen to you. It's like a, are we kind of from the same cloth? Right. Like, do you care about the same things that I do? And I guess it's kind of like a romantic idea of we've been on the same journey Hmm. and not known it.
0: And I think there's a little bit in you, and this is an assumption, so you should clarify it of is it safe to be fully me and really unleash yeah
2: Yeah. and and I don't want to do that without knowing and so that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is it safe to be full nerd right now yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yes yes Uh yeah and I kept it yeah I kept Uh it back so
0: Uh
1: it was very visibly obvious and I didn't know I was getting in fact you did exactly that with your
0: hands by the way you just tucked it in (laughs) yeah well you know Uh
2: (laughs) but yeah so what's your experience at that time of Lives. Yeah,
1: I, I think about the Zoom. One, I think about how terrible the quality of that episode <laughs> really is. But it, the content was amazing. In fact, it's one of our like most highly listened to episodes, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Um, and then I remember coming out of that, we scheduled a time to talk, just the three of us, about other ideas. And you and I were working to become trainers then, mm-hmm. and we had listed out trainings that we wanted to create like advanced trainings we wanted to do and so I remember on that call you were like so what what are you guys thinking with trainings and you started like being really curious and asking these questions I was like okay that's interesting because at this point I didn't know you'd offered him a job already
0: sorry about that
2: Yeah, me neither. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think I had told you don't say anything yet. Let me yeah. let me work on this. You for did. A That's what all those questions trinks. were oh, yeah. then, because yeah. you
1: were like feeling it out. Like, I was interviewing you. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is really really curious. curious. And the two trainings that I had in my mind that i wanted to do that we'd kind of talked about divvying up was uh, creative resourcing mm-hmm. and case conceptualization. That. Yeah. Did I know what that meant compared to what I know now? No. no. <laughs> but I used those words. Yeah. And I remember you like, like your reaction was like, wait, 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 what, like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, I don't really know what I mean by that. <laughs> All I know but is We know that it's important. Okay. It's important. <laughs> and like, nobody knows how to do it. And yeah. I remember, um, case conceptualization feeling really important, like EMDR case conceptualization mm-hmm. and how we learn it in trainings. And like, if you can get this part right, everything else can It just unlocks. Us everything yeah but feeling like there was no other trainings about it out mm-hmm. there and we learn it in basic training like super fast in a short period of time and I remember in certification consultation I would spend so much time on that section mm-hmm. and like really working to develop clinicians in that and so I had no idea what I what it meant to like build a training in that right but I remember like your reaction I was like that was like that was interesting. Why you, did he start asking? You did me one all of the things. Questions. Like you
2: did one of the things that I look for. You said a word mm-hmm. that to me was just like, oh
1: And then yeah, then you she were could like, be a, open up. Whoa, I She do you mean could be one
2: that. <laughs> you should ask a question. Like that's yeah. honestly like that like my internal experience of that moment is you said a word that was a clue.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it
2: was a code word.
1: It makes so much more sense now. Yes,
2: <laughs> it was a code word that, like, when you're in the club, you say this code word uh-huh. in a group of people, and if anybody in there perks up, they're also in the club.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. is how mm-hmm. it felt. Well, I'm so glad I made it into the club. Whatever no, the club no. is. No,
2: but really, <laughs> that's not you. In you're already in the club. Uh, <laughs> you're that's my right. own stuff showing up, Jake. Oh, yeah. so okay, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just let that go. <laughs>
2: but I noticed, Jen. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. And then it feel like it's just like a blur after that. I don't really Well, I know. never got off the podcast after no. that. No. In fact, we never introduced real? you. Yeah. No, we forgot to introduce you. No, as we a host. did.
2: Oh, <laughs> this no, is no, what no, no. we can
1: skip this part. No, this is
2: skip, this is important skip. to me. This is a process.
0: Everybody fast forward thirty seconds. No, I look, I just no. I, I told them about throwing up for hours. Okay. So yeah. you get to own this bit. We
2: did a Who Is Bridger That's true. episode. We did.
0: On an SD long. card. So it
2: was. It was like sad. an hour and 10 minutes long. Good, and it was It beautiful. was And that SD card disappeared.
0: Got lost in the abyss and it of was Jen's
1: permits.
2: <laughs> Jen, don't take ownership of this, okay? We don't sure. know. No. There's it so many ways that it could have been lost. lost
1: so it was in, her in her my purse.
0: possession, <laughs> and now it's not. <laughs> but to, it to had, be fair I have lost episodes as well yeah, like it was a thing true. it just happened to be particularly problematic because
2: <laughs> then there was this new host and then suddenly
0: there's a host <laughs> and you and you were like on episodes that we had already recorded and then it's a awkward thing well it's like well do we go back and try to recreate that or do we just keep going and hope that nobody notices that, that suddenly there's the a boy that's on the podcast what with us chose. yeah that's the strategy yeah anyway.
2: yeah and yeah. people got upset
0: a little yeah
2: it changed uh, the dynamic
0: I think
1: like A person got upset. No, multiple people. And then we felt like a lot of people were upset.
2: That's probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely less people got upset than I felt.
0: Well, that's definitely (laughs)
2: true. I think
1: more people were in support of the change than against the change. (laughs) Not
0: that we really asked anybody. I mean, we didn't No, but they told us. Well, that's true. And thank you for telling us. (laughs) Jen, come on. (laughs) But I think... I think that part of the reason why we opened up to the idea of you joining because, you know, we didn't have to do that was we were beginning to feel that based on what we were experiencing would notice that that maybe even more was possible Mm -hmm. and kind of feeling this desire of uh, providing a space and a place and a way of working that would support even more therapists because that was the part of the work that, like was feeling so uh, rejuvenating to both mm. of us and satisfying and enlivening was being able to interact with other therapists and um, yeah, like have a community of people that were interacting in this same way. And you came along and I think at least for me, what felt like the fit was oh here's somebody that articulates the neuroscience and the research of what jen and i have been intuitively embodying for years yeah um because like while it was totally in us and we were practicing that way and we're good at articulating the what we were doing we both had a lot of fascination and interest in the why as well
2: Mm.
0: and you came along with some of those pieces of the puzzle and articulation of, uh, pieces that we didn't have, um, that I felt like kind of rounded things out in a way that, in a direction that we wanted to go.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I, I kind of wonder if that, if you had never come in, would we have just run out of topic
0: ideas? No, I don't think so, but I'm not sure what we would have ended up doing with ourselves because this wouldn't have happened. That's for sure.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, if the three of us hadn't got together the way that we did, um, we would all be in very different places. Mm -hmm. Very different. Yeah.
0: Not Mm -hmm. here with all of this. No, we wouldn't have a boom light. <laughs> we
2: wouldn't have Tyler. We, we might have gotten a boom Maybe, maybe eventually. I don't
0: no, I don't even know if that's what that thing's called. It's just what Is I'm that what it's it. called? Is it called a boom light? It's not called a
2: boom light.
0: What's oh, it called? Okay. So I can.
2: You the oh, light is boomed. Okay. okay. Say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have
0: Technical
1: a light language. that's boomed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I'm
1: just kind of like orienting back to real time right now. I think oh. we just got lost in a pretty like selfish discussion. Hopefully everyone will enjoy it. Oh. But that was really fun.
2: That was. How long I've has it never been? never done that.
1: That? <laughs> <laughs> that was like personally satisfying. Yeah. I liked it to, a lot. To
2: reflect. That was the first bullet point on our outline.
0: Yeah. Wow. And yeah, oh, we yeah, have yeah, a whole yeah. board worth of uh, bullet points there. that's <laughs> okay. The rest can go pretty quick. It's not nearly as important. Well, okay. Okay. So I do, I do want to make a comment on something that I've been thinking about a lot. I have been super curious about the listeners experience of how much we reflect on what it has been like for us personally to end up where we are. Um, and I am curious about how they make sense of why we talk about that so much. Hmm. And so I would love to answer that question. And then I am super curious about how you guys would answer that question. So here's my answer to that question. Why do we talk so much about that? Why do I want to talk about how weird it is to have a light that's boomed over my head? Like what? It, yes. I nice. I know. Nice. I integrated learning, that. Mm-hmm. learning um, Tyler learning. Like, why does it feel, <laughs> why am I compelled <laughs> to keep speaking in that way? And I think part of what you guys are witnessing is the, in real time attempt to integrate a reality that feels so surreal and fast and, um, yeah, like how the beep did we get here now? Because it was like a minute ago in my body, it was a minute ago that I was, you know, a lone therapist in my office over there, you know, across the street Mm -hmm. just doing my thing with no idea no you know even glimmers of an idea about any of this and uh, so while I hope that we make it look effortless on the outside (laughs) um, behind the scenes this scrambling in my system to make sense of this whirlwind of experience that has happened and there's also like that doesn't even include the personal life transformation that has happened. I mean, right. you know, just to speak explicitly, some people may have noticed that my name changed in the last year. So I've gone through, you know, becoming a mother, getting divorced, repartnering, starting a PhD program while all of this <laughs> was happening. Yes. And, and there's just this insane amount of, uh, wanting to check my position on the map a lot and, uh, trying to integrate this into reality. So in true Melissa fashion, I'm about to do something. Are you ready? Yeah. ready now. I
2: okay. <laughs>
0: so, the year that started this all was the year of yes. Yes. Okay. So, I am going to proclaim 2022 not a year of yes. Don't worry. A year worry. of no,
2: maybe? <laughs> no, not the year of no. <laughs> okay.
0: Something something totally different. Maybe? A year yeah. of question mark? No. Um. I am making a personal intention, and I would like it to translate into a company intention, but I'm not the only one that gets to say so on that, um, to be a year of rootedness. Because I feel like the hustle and the sprint that everybody has witnessed in us over the last couple of years has been all about growing out and growing up and you know, putting leaves on our beautiful tree here at Beyond. And... I am craving and desiring a feeling of rootedness and like going deep, not that we won't be doing new things, but the new things that we're saying yes to are a way of deepening what we have already begun. Um, that is what I want to say yes to and kind of, uh, am looking for as we begin this new year. And this is my version of uh, setting. What do they call those for the new year resolutions? I don't do resolutions. Oh, yeah. I do this, um, like my intention Intentions. for the year yeah. and, uh, So that is my intention for 22 is uh, just roots. I need them. I need them real bad. I need to get them deep because I've got to make sense of where I find myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that really is as we think about how this next season is going to play out. Mm -hmm. That is in direct alignment with what we're doing at the podcast. Yeah. I still think we're going to be running hard sometimes. There's going to be a lot of things happening. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at how do we continue to strengthen what we already have mm-hmm. yeah. and we're putting a huge effort into ways of strengthening the podcast and how how many people we can reach and how we go about doing that. And I think that kind of transitions us nicely into talking about what some of those changes are mm-hmm. and I love the visual Melissa of just like really broadening the roots and mm-hmm. continuing to like nurture those and I think in turn more, limbs and leaves are going to grow from that yeah right
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that
1: Mm -hmm. okay so where do we start with the changes I mean I think how are we sitting those already (laughs) (laughs) that's true Mm -hmm. well I think one of the biggest broad changes and I can't really remember if we talked about it on that episode closing I think we did last year but beyond healing media yeah is a thing and uh, we're really moving into building beyond healing media with all of our podcasts <sighs> to have this really nice cohesive um, nature about yeah. it with all of our
2: podcasts and with all of our videos and I think that that really to me came out of this place of if you are really looking for resources from the world of psychotherapy that are media based you're going to be wading through quite a bit of material that isn't great quality that has, you know, technical issues. It's hard to hear, or it's just like, not, not a lot of creativity is put into it in my experience of it. And so to me, beyond healing media being our way of making sure that we're being intentional with what we're creating at every Mm -hmm. turn. So whether it just be audio or now audio video, Um, community events that are also supported by Beyond Healing Media, that that has within it uh, intentionality and like true humanness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And I think having a structure like Beyond Healing Media and a brand to go behind that is going to influence so many aspects of this podcast, as, as well as the many other things we're doing with it. But you're going to hear a lot of things change. Like we're going to have new intro and outro. You probably already my dad heard it anymore. on this episode. It won't be your dad <laughs> anymore. Then we're going to do advertisements differently. All we're original to... music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Bridger. There's a guitar over there. Bridger and Caleb mm-hmm. wrote it themselves. That's right. Yes. And so those little pieces you're going to notice are shifting. Hopefully just really improves the quality of what you're listening to. Our video, sound, the setup, the, you know, all of those things to present a cohesive brand of beyond healing media.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's one,
1: that's one, <laughs> one change. Yeah. Um,
0: I'll YouTube. talk about, yeah, I want to talk about YouTube.
2: Yeah. Okay, great. About
0: this. Yes. So we've, I think mentioned it a mm-hmm. few different times that we're starting a YouTube channel that will be beyond healing media, uh, YouTube channel. And under that we'll be able to have lots of different sort of sub channels that um, will basically give a watch list for different uh, themes that you guys might be interested topics that you're interested in and um, one of the few new little sprigs that I'm going to focus on in the new year is uh, a portion of that channel um, that I am thrilled to be able to do simply because there's certain aspects of the work that we do that don't translate well uh through voice and through audio because it is embodied work and it's very hard to describe with language all of the nuances and the subtleties of what Um, that kind of way of working looks Mm. like. So we're going to be able to actually show you (laughs) um, and have cameras on our bodies while some of these things are happening so that you guys can actually see what we mean when we're trying to uh, describe these things that we've been describing. And so there will be a a sub channel um, on YouTube called Soma Psyche, which is all about um, the embodied practice and the somatic practices that uh, we use here at Beyond Healing Um, and so I'm like super thrilled that it's going to be a thing. So yeah, it'll
2: have (laughs) SomaSaki on there and then it'll also have a distinct playlist for all of the podcasts that we Mm -hmm. have because we're video and audio recording all of our podcasts. So you can see us as we talk about these things. And I think that that, uh, one is just intended to also help you feel like you're a part of this because you are, as Mm -hmm. you're listening to this and uh giving you more of the kind of stimuli (laughs) that are here as we're talking and you can see how we're talking and moving and relating to each other and um, just enjoying our space and time together Mm -hmm. so i think that'll be that'll be really great and we'll have uh, specific playlists that are kind of intended to help uh, organize some of our discussions um, where we'll kind of release smaller bits of the podcasts that are specific to uh, concepts that uh, might be something you just want to listen to in like a more succinct fashion as opposed to listening to an entire episode but it'll have all kinds of diversity of mm-hmm. options for you uh, as as a viewer and as a part of the community yeah. virtually.
1: yeah YouTube is gonna I just feel like it's gonna change so much and enhance yeah. what we've been doing in a really big way in a way we don't even realize yet, yeah mm. so many feel- more
2: opportunities you know, come available in the way of actually being able to demonstrate yeah. Yeah. a lot of the things that we've Absence. been talking about, not just verbally talking through it, but setting up all kinds of situations. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and one of the cool things is we'll be able to, uh, involve a lot of our other clinicians. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause one of the things that I think has happened is there's sort of this feeling of like, it's the three of us and sometimes Caleb and that's not (laughs) at all real. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Like we have so many beautiful people that are working with us now that have their own little niche and their own little medicine that they're bringing to this work. Um, And so there will be more opportunity to really showcase the the skills that they have and um, yeah, just be able to be in community in a very visual way as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm So another thing that's coming almost as exciting as YouTube is, um,
1: a, our transition to a, an online platform. So mm-hmm. we're kind of conceptualizing it. Like we've bought another building, mm-hmm. um, an entire campus, but it's yeah, a <laughs> campus. It's a virtual right. campus,
2: So yes. we don't
0: have to furnish it this time. So nope. that's helpful. That's Sorry. Well, we kind of do. We have designers that that's are really furnishing. True. Look, it doesn't mean that's a trip true. to Ikea though, no. so. which was so fun. It really was. Nebraska
2: Furniture Mart. Yes. The amount of people I've told about About Nebraska Nebraska Furniture Mart, Mart,
0: we're basically a commercial. And now we're literally doing a commercial for Nebraska Furniture Mart right now. (laughs) We
2: chose it. You don't have to. (laughs) It's great. We chose it.
1: But on this uh, virtual campus that we're going to have, there will be something called Beyond Healing community. Mm -hmm. And we talk so much about wanting to build community and we get to now create a virtual place for that. Mm -hmm. And so this is going to continue to unfold with a lot of platforms of trainings, resources, you know, all different things that you can listen to and do there. But the Beyond Healing community specifically is going to be a place where you can get in and chat with And have discussion boards Mm -hmm. and um, video Q&As with us as the hosts, um, with other clinicians we have on our team, with each other. And Mm -hmm. so just really creating like here is a place that we can all like gather and meet up Mm -hmm. and just have conversation and engage with each other and support one another. We get to share those times that we're really struggling or in sessions or those successes that we have, questions. So I am so excited about this one and there will be you know, a chat specific to EMDR therapy, um, certification, all different chats that you can join and be a part of all of them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. Be very cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So a section that we're going to add in this season, which I think we're all really excited. about. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a little subsection of the, uh, episodes called fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of this comes out of, uh, feedback that we get, a lot of which is uh, particularly new clinicians, but I think all clinicians sort of have this tremendous interest in craving um, to be able to be a fly on the wall in other people's sessions, yeah. like get in there and see like, what do you do?
2: Like, how do you do it? <laughs> yeah. But like, what, what do does you it say? actually sound like? How right? close are you to the person? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, like, you know, what tone of voice are you using? How much eye contact do you make? Like the, literally the details of it. Um, so part of what we're wanting to do is bring in um, some really Um, detailed and explicit conversation around that yeah and the way that we've decided to do that is with this fly on the wall segment and we're each going to choose a case of our own um, that we have permission from the client to talk about in a general way still protecting privacy but be able to share um, some of the general details of the case, but really talking about our experience of being the therapist in that situation um, and reflecting together on what it feels like to us to work with that person, the challenges that we're encountering, the barriers that we're running into, how we're overcoming those together, um, and really kind of welcome all the listeners in to our sessions in some ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think that's going to be a lot of fun hopefully for the listeners, but even personally. Yeah, I'm super excited to get to share about a case and just hear thoughts and feedback and, and get to you know share different pieces of that mm-hmm.
0: Me too. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so the overall vision for this coming season is to focus in on special populations and special protocols. Mm-hmm. And we've done some of that in past seasons, but we've had just, an amazing opportunity of interviews like people have been reaching out about doing interviews and it kind of sparked this interest of what if we just dive into a special focus on certain populations and what modifications we make Mm -hmm. to standard protocol how do we you know utilize these advanced protocols or special protocols to meet our clients and so I think the main mission in this next season is to look at how the importance of standard protocol um, sometimes have to be adapted and modified mm-hmm. to really reach the clients that we're serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do we do that while still maintaining fidelity? Yes. Yeah. So sticking to the constructs of EMDR, but also be able to expand and reshape that to work with our clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what this season will be. And it'll take us into the summer. Mm-hmm. We already have some interviews planned. We've got um, one coming up on polyvagal theory and children mm-hmm. an
0: adventure based Yeah, so a somatic and uh, wilderness uh, specialist, her name is uh, Katie Asmus out of uh, Colorado. Uh, She runs the Somatic and Wilderness Institute out there. And so um, we'll be able to talk Mm. about the way that she utilizes EMDR. We have um, another one, um, a practitioner named Mary Horn um, that actually did certification with us, but she is also a yoga therapist and actually Mm. utilizes um, a lot of yoga and movement with EMDR, yeah. which I think is really cool. Very and I'm cool. very curious to like listen to her talk about that and learn from her about how she incorporates the two. I, she's done uh, like little demonstrations, and I'm gonna record this one uh, via Zoom, but I will also make sure that the video is available so that you guys can see the demonstrations and the way that she uses her body and movement. Uh, in session with clients because it's very illuminating. So, uh, But yeah, we've got lots of fun interviews planned and more. If you guys as listeners know anybody that you want us to interview that you think might be willing to do that, send us names. I think um, a lot of the names came from people reaching out and saying, hey, have you thought about this person? Yeah, that's super um, helpful. interview me. I'm interesting. That's happened too. And Mm -hmm. they're right. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, definitely send us names and ideas. I'm going after Ariel Schwartz coming come on. for you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've heard you're a fan. So uh, <laughs> I want to interview you. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to get some uh, diverse perspectives. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's to come for the season. And just to kind of put out there as a way to set intentions, as you were talking about mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. desires for this coming season, and really the year of 2022 as a whole, is to continue to expand our roots and to expand our reach. Her, um like Not even just the number of people, but the states that we're reaching, the countries that we're Mm -hmm. reaching, Mm -hmm. and continue to expand that and just offer support to more therapists, more clinicians. And I think
2: about, like, our relationships um, internationally where EMDR is not as well known. Mm -hmm. Like, I think about Emily Knott. Yeah. Like, in South South Africa, Africa, the population of therapists that are trained in EMDR reportedly, like, Don't really use it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that to me is indicative of a systemic lack of community and a lack of resources Mm -hmm. for that community, Mm -hmm. which is for us, like what we're really trying to do. It's
0: basically our mission and vision to fix that issue. Exactly.
2: And so Mm -hmm. this podcast hopefully is a beacon in that way to communities all across the world Mm -hmm. that are using EMDR and um, you know either having success with it or struggle with it or both Mm -hmm. um, who can benefit from not just listening to the material but also connecting with the community that is behind the material Mm -hmm. Um, that to me is just so uh, so exciting Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and I think that piece of connection is really you know, like broadening the roots. But the second mission is just to continue to create connection between us and our audience. So you had mentioned that earlier, that feeling of connection, but then between like listener and listener building Mm -hmm. connection there. Like we, we have gotten some, you know, listener from South Africa partnered with a listener from Scotland and they're talking now and like just continuing to bring community and connection to people regardless of your location or where you're practicing, but you have a similar interest, um, similar heart and desire behind the work that we do, and just the platform where we can do that. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. notice that can really,
0: like, lead the lead the, you know, that direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the fun and exciting ways that we want to do that to really create community is to invite you guys here, <laughs> and we mean that very literally. Um, we're going to be looking at doing some immersion retreats for therapists specifically where small groups of therapists can come and we can take care of you for a few days um, and really give you a space to connect with each other with us and uh, be kind of reinvigorated around your work. Mm. Um, I think, you know, everybody is used to me talking about burnout. And I think part of why I talk about it so much is that I think it is sort of the wolf nipping at our heels all the time, um, as people that do a lot of trauma work. Um, and so paying attention to it. And if you're feeling that sensation in your body of, Oh boy, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beginning to see, uh, the little bit of evidence of burnout, um, really consider and take that seriously. And one of the ways that we want to support that is by bringing you here and just let us take care of you for a few days. Mm. Um, and we'll throw in a little, you know, like learning and stuff that, you know, is useful, but more than anything, it's about, um, having a space and a place uh, where you can recharge and be with a group of people that are like-minded and are not going to be weirded out if you need to talk about the complexities of being a trauma therapist and are going to get it. Um, Or wanting to
2: practice energy healing in your work or wanting to do whatever it is.
0: Um, Yeah. And uh, so we're looking at ways of creating experiences for you guys. That'll be all around that uh, reinvigoration around this work of being an EMDR therapist and working with trauma day in and day out because we know the, the toll that it takes Hmm. Um, and it's worth it. And we all know that, but we also want to, pay attention to that and provide ways for you guys to be cared for in the midst of living this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So lots of exciting things. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. I think
0: that's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. Thank mm-hmm. you for going a on a retrospective journey. Thanks for the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: We hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode and that it will help you help your clients in the process of EMDR therapy. If you are curious to learn more about something that you've heard today, check out our website at www.beyondhealingcenter.com and go to the trainings tab for more information on our upcoming EMDR and case conceptualization trainings. You can also contact us by emailing trainings at beyondhealingcenter.com. If you wanna stay connected, please subscribe to this podcast for more episodes, leave us a review and follow us on social media by searching Notice That Podcast.
2: This podcast is a project of Beyond Healing Media a media creation group committed to creativity, community, and embracing the beauty of being human. If you like this podcast, you might also like the other podcasts of Beyond Healing Media. Beyond Trauma is an educational podcast on the journey of trauma therapy and what it means to be humans who have been hurt, but are learning to recover and grow, living the life we all want of safety and connection. The Burnout Educator is an interview-style podcast that invites stories from people across the spectrum of the educational system and seeks to see the human inside the role they play. It is our desire that you see parts of your story and those around you in the stories you hear.
0: The Evidence-Based Therapist is an educational podcast where we read so you don't have to. On this podcast, we discuss seminal, recent, and relevant research on psychotherapeutics and the embodied relational sciences. How do we know what is evidence-based and how do we use it in our practice? You'll find out on the EBT podcast.
1: If you enjoy what you hear on these episodes and are interested in speaking with one of us at Beyond Healing Institute, we would love for you to reach out about our consultation opportunities. Of all the many things that we do, consultation is one of the things that we enjoy most. We love supporting other clinicians and conceptualizing their cases from a neurobiological and nervous system-informed perspective. We offer individual and group consultation for somatic integration and processing, as well as for EMDR therapy. Individual consultation is a great way to get personal time to reflect on your cases and how you and your work influence one another. Group consultation offers so many opportunities for learning and connection with other like-minded clinicians. Our greatest mission at Beyond Healing Institute is to offer opportunities for professional development and create a supportive community in the field of mental health.
2: Beyond Healing Institute is excited to announce that we're moving. Okay, well, we're not moving our building, but we're moving our trainings, continuing education resources, and community events to Canvas. This will help you as a member of the community to stay in contact with other members of the Beyond Healing community while also providing a platform that brings consistency and convenience to all of our trainings and course offerings. Canvas is an online learning management system that will be your home base for all things beyond healing, as well as a virtual campus that will house all of our trainings and continuing education resources. We're so excited to invite you to our virtual campus on Canvas, and we hope to see you there soon.